Today, we'll be talking about the difference between intuition versus thinking. Today, we'll be talking about the difference between Today, we'll be talking about the difference between intuition and thinking. You'll quickly learn the difference between your intuition and your mind, so you never feel lost in your life again. If you have difficulty connecting with your intuition and listening to what your inner voice has to say, this video is definitely for you. Let's do this. Hello, beautiful soul. It's so good to see you. This is Christina Lopes, the heart alchemist here to help you open your heart, heal your past and live with purpose. This week, I got a question from one of our community members and she asked, can you help with connecting with my soul for longer periods of time? How can I differentiate between my thoughts and my soul's messages? So since our souls speak to us in the form of intuition, another way of asking this question is what's the difference between intuition and thinking? <laughs> now, intuition is a pretty complex topic and because it's complex, I've decided to go deep into this video and I'm dividing it into three parts to make it very structured for us. So in the first part of the video, we're going to define intuition so that we're all on the same page um, about intuition and what we're talking about. In the second part of the video, we're going to go over the difference between intuition and thinking. And I'm going to do that by sharing the top five characteristics of intuition so that you know right away how to distinguish the difference between intuition and your thoughts. And in the third part and probably most important part of the video is how can I use my intuition in my everyday life? And I'm going to share five very quick and easy tips to get you started so that you never feel lost and you never feel like you're not listening to your intuition ever again. All right, let's get started. So first, what the heck is intuition? <laughs> so here is the dictionary definition of intuition. Intuition is the ability to understand something instinctively without the need for conscious reasoning. Okay, so there's the, the dictionary definition of intuition. Intuition is basically an inner knowing that goes beyond your conscious reasoning. Okay, inner knowing, I love this term, inner knowing. I love this term for intuition. But when it comes to further defining intuition, there's a split. There's a split between mainstream science and spiritual teachers when it comes to intuition. So intuition uh, in the scientific community and in mainstream science, intuition is currently studied as a subconscious phenomenon. So it's a mind phenomenon according to science. But here's the thing. I don't view intuition as a mind phenomenon at all. To me, intuition is a heart phenomenon, <laughs> okay? And I'll explain this a little bit more. In order to understand intuition as a spiritual phenomenon, and especially as a heart phenomenon, you have to kind of take a step back and see yourself as a whole being, okay? So what I mean by this is you have to start understanding the energy parts of who you are, not just the bag of bones that you look at in the mirror, okay? So this beautiful person that you look at in the mirror every day, this beautiful body, it's composed of 40 trillion cells, and that's an incredible thing. It's just, it's just miraculous to even think about it. But those 40 trillion cells that you see in the mirror reflected as a body, that's not the whole of who you are, okay? Your entire being is composed of your body, but also of your spiritual self, your energy field. Your energy field is a multi-layer field, okay? 
and it extends way beyond, way beyond your physical body, okay? For the majority of people, your energy field is a few feet in diameter around your body. But for some rare cases like spiritual masters and, and you know, Buddhas, the Buddhas of the world, their energy field is actually can go hundreds of feet around them, okay? So they can be really big. But for the average person, your energy field extends a few feet away from your body all the way around your body. Okay. Now this energy field is a multi-layered field that gets each layer gets closer and closer and closer to your physical body. Okay. Now, as you're going around through life, this energy field is constantly communicating in and out with the outside world. Okay. It's constantly communicating, receiving information and giving information. All right. So when you receive this information, you are both receiving this information in your energy field from this time space reality. Okay. So you'll be receiving information about temperature, about the wind, about whatever you'll be receiving information that is with contained within this time space reality. So it obeys the laws of current physics in this time space reality, but your energy field also communicates quantumly, meaning that it communicates in a non-local way. It communicates outside of the rules of time space reality also. And this is important to know. Okay. It's important to know that your energy field is quantum in nature. So it doesn't obey the, the natural rules and laws of physics as we know it. Okay. So that's the first part is understanding that you are a multi-layered energy being aside and along with being a physical body. Okay. So you start to collect this information in your energy field and it starts, the information starts to go from layer to layer to layer until it reaches your major command center of your whole being. And a lot of people say it's the mind, but it's not, it's the heart. Okay. So your heart lies strategically placed right at the the center of your whole being and your heart is incredible. It's an incredible, incredible sense and reasoning organ. <laughs> you, you heard that correctly. It's a reasoning organ. Your heart thinks for itself. In fact, the heart has what's called a mini brain. It has about 40,000 sensory neurites in the heart that is it. So it's not, it's not from the brain. It, there are 40,000 sensory neurons in your heart which means that your heart has this immense capacity to process information and also to reason. Okay. So your heart is capturing all of this information from your energy field that you're receiving both from this realm and from the quantum world. It receives this information and it relays this information. It processes the information that it's receiving. It turns it into a nice little uh, bundled packet of information. It processes it and it sort of zips it into a file. So consider it a zipped file, like in a computer and it grabs that zipped file, that processed information, zips it and sends it up to your brain. Okay. So when it gets to your brain, your brain then unzips the, the packet of information and further processes it. So you see the difference here, whereas science is studying intuition as a mental phenomenon, spiritually, that's not what's happening at all. Spiritually, what's happening is you're receiving this information quantumly. It's being processed in the heart and then it's being sent into the mind. So by the time your intuition reaches the mind, it's already gone through step one, <laughs> which is the heart. So when scientists are studying intuition, they're really studying only the tip of the iceberg yet. 
But there are some science that there's some science already being done on the heart. There's one organization that I know of that's already starting to study heart intelligence and the power of the heart, and it's called the Heart Math Institute. And they actually found some really cool things in their studies. Get this. The human heart receives information sometimes a second or more before your subconscious mind sees it. <laughs> Isn't that incredible? So the heart is receiving and processing information faster than the brain does, okay? So remember this, because this is super important as we move forward in teaching you how to use your intuition. It's super important to remember that intuition, from here on in, you're going to remember that intuition is not a mental phenomenon, it's a heart phenomenon first. Now to the second part of the video, and that is the difference between intuition versus thinking. <laughs> so everyone knows what thinking feels like, right? Because we've just been gone through life, we're all very mind-centered, so we all know how thoughts work. So I'm gonna bypass the thoughts because we already know how they work. And I'm going to give you five key characteristics of intuition so you start to see the difference between thoughts versus intuition, all right? So the first key characteristic of intuition is that intuition Intuition is emotionally neutral. <laughs> now this one can be a hard one to accept because we are a lot of times trained to believe that intuition is emotionally charged, meaning that if something feels good, you should do it. Or if something doesn't feel good, you shouldn't do it. So we're trained to believe that our emotions are very good indicators of whether something should be done or not. But here's the thing that I want you to remember. Emotions cannot be trusted many times, okay? Emotions can be fickle, all right? Emotions are just like thoughts. They can be right sometimes or they can be wrong sometimes. So don't rely on your emotional response to something as an indication of intuition. This is super, super important for you to remember. Pure intuition is emotionally neutral. And I'm going to give you two examples of how this works in life so you can see the difference. I'm going to give you two different scenarios. So let's say you're walking down the street one day and someone comes up from behind, you, from behind you and they mug you. They take your purse, it's a really traumatizing event, you lose all your money, you lose your driver's license, you lose everything. So that person takes your purse and you know you go through this event and then a month later, let's say you're walking down the street again and you sense someone walking behind you and you just look over your shoulder, you couldn't really see the person but you look over your shoulder and you see there's someone clearly walking behind you and you start to feel fearful. You start to feel like, oh my gosh, I'm gonna get mugged again. Oh my gosh, should I run, should I run? Your brain starts going, you know, let's run. Red flags, you're gonna get mugged and whatever. And so at the last minute, you look over your shoulder again to see who the person is behind you and you look back and it's a little old granny just walking down the street. <laughs> okay, so what is this scenario showing you? Is this an intuition? No, it's not. It's not an intuition. You see, you felt fear because you had been mugged a month before and your brain stored that information. And so now anyone walking behind you will trigger a fearful response. Okay. So you see fear, the presence of fear in this moment was not an intuitive knowing at all. Okay. So that wasn't intuition. That was your mind playing tricks on you. Okay. So there's one scenario. 
of how the emotion fear does not indicate an intuition. And now I'm going to give you another one, an opposite emotion. Let's say you go out on a date with a guy and you go out on a date, couple of dates and you go out, you have drinks, you have a really good time with this guy. You're on you two dates already, have a really good time with this guy. He seems like a really nice guy. You feel happy on the dates. And so, you know, after those two dates, you guys start dating. And then a month later, the guy turns out to treat you like an ass. Okay, so he treats you horribly. And you're thinking, how is that possible? Okay, so here is another uh, indication of how an emotion is not intuitively correct. So you started dating this guy, you went out with this guy twice, he made you feel happy in that moment and you took that as an intuition that you should move forward dating, that it would be a good idea to date this guy and then he turns out to be an ass, <laughs> okay? So these are two scenarios that clearly show that emotions many times are not to be trusted, okay? Emotional, your emotional state does not mean that you're in the presence of an intuition, okay? Now, don't get me wrong, emotions will eventually start to develop after you have an intuition, okay? So I'm not saying that if you have an intuition, you don't feel any emotions whatsoever. That's not what I'm saying at all. What I'm saying is that the first, the beginning spark of intuition that comes out of your heart, that first heart ping of intuition, it's emotionally neutral. But then when you sit with that intuition and as that intuition is developing, it's very normal that that intuition then turns into emotions, okay? Here's another scenario that I'm sure you've been through before, I've been through many times. Let's say that you receive an intuition that you have to change something drastic in your life. So maybe break up a relationship or change jobs, whatever it is, but it's something, it's something big, okay? And let's say you receive that intuition and then you start thinking about it and you start feeling scared shitless to do this, okay? How many times has this happened to you? Why, why is this happening? Why do you feel fear right after this emotional, this intuitive knowing? It's because the ego doesn't like change. And so when the ego received that information from your heart saying, hey, it's time for a big change, we're gonna end this relationship or we're gonna change jobs, the ego freaks out because it doesn't like change and something as big as changing your job or, or you know, ending a relationship, that's something really big. So you see your brain then fabricated the emotion fear, but that doesn't mean that you shouldn't go with your intuition, okay? So the initial intuition was emotionally neutral but then it turned into fear as soon as your mind started processing the bigness of that intuition okay now to the second characteristic of intuition and that is that guidance is non-verbal <laughs> okay and this is one of the things that I work with the most when I'm working on intuition with clients is that it's very important for you to understand that the initial spark of intuition is nonverbal because it's coming from the heart where there's no language, okay? So that initial spark of intuition, when your heart receives the information, processes it, zips it up in a zip file and sends it up to your brain, that initial spark of intuition is nonverbal. Now, the intuition will eventually turn into thoughts because as soon as your heart sends an intuition up to your brain, your brain then has to 
unpack the information, open the file up, unpack it, and then create thoughts that then turn into action that you're going to act out in your world, right? Receiving an intuition just for the sake of it is of no purpose whatsoever, right? So when you receive intuition, when you receive your soul's messages, it's your soul saying to you, Hey, let's do this. Okay. So an intuition about something will more, more often than not lead to action in your 3d reality. Okay. And that action usually involves the brain, right? It needs to involve the brain. So the heart will send that pack up to the brain and the brain will then unpack it and turn it into language and thoughts and whatever. But the initial spark of intuition is nonverbal. And it's really important for you to remember this because until you can feel the nonverbal part of intuition, very frequently you will get tricked by your own ego. Because <laughs> here's what the ego does. The ego loves to mimic intuition, especially initially, because the ego doesn't like to lose control, <laughs> right? So as soon as you start bringing the control of your life down into your heart and into your intuitive, uh, more into your intuitive body, then your ego starts to freak out because it's losing power. So very frequently what the ego will do is it will try to mimic intuition, but intuition is impossible to mimic. <laughs> okay. But the ego will try, but the only way that the ego can mimic intuition is through language because the ego uses language. So initially it's important for you to remember that intuition is non-verbal. Okay. If you start feeling these thoughts, if your mind starts churning a plan or let's do this or let's do that, if, if all of these thoughts start to move in your head, then more likely than not, that's not intuition because it's verbal in nature. Okay. And this is really a really cool trick for you, especially initially when you're learning how to work with intuition, because all you have to remember is if it's my thoughts churning, that's not intuition. If it's an intuitive knowing that I'm feeling in my heart without the presence of words, that's intuition. Okay. And so that way you completely take away the power from the ego. And eventually the ego will stop being able to mimic uh, intuition because the more that you connect with your heart power, the more that you connect with your intuition and the more that you understand how your intuition speaks to you, then the less the, the ego will have the ability to mimic and it will eventually stop <laughs> and stop doing that. But at first, when you're learning how to work with intuition, just remember this intuition is nonverbal in nature. The third characteristic and probably my favorite characteristic of intuition is that your heartbeat changes when intuition is received. This is so cool. And this has actually already been shown in scientific research. Uh, when researchers have been studying intuition, they find that a person's heartbeat, your actual physical heartbeat will change right as you're receiving that intuition. And what they found in the scientific experiments that's really cool is they found that the people who are able to sense their heartbeat, who are more sensitive to changes in their heartbeat, those are the people that end up scoring higher on the intuition tests. So this is really, really cool because this is something physical. This is something tangible that you can actually use to train your intuition. And this one was a bit hard for me at first because as I started opening my heart and training in my intuition and understanding how the heart worked and how my intuition worked, 
Whenever I received an intuition, it was a little uncomfortable because the way that my intuition works and my heart works is I will actually get a heart flutter. My heart will start fluttering as I'm receiving information and energy, either when I'm working with a person, either about the energy system of the person, or just in general, when I'm receiving an intuition, my heart will flutter, okay? So the more connected you are with your actual heartbeat, the more you will be connected to your intuition and you will understand your intuition, okay? So your heartbeat changes when you receive an intuition. Isn't that so cool? The fourth characteristic of intuition is that intuition has no mental explanation. <laughs> and I'm sure that you've gone through this before where you have an intuition and someone comes up to you and they say, what, you're gonna do that? You're thinking of doing that? Why, why, tell me why? And all you can say to this person is, I don't know, I just feel I need to do it. I can't explain it, but I feel I need to do it. You see, I can't explain it, but I feel I need to do it. This is a classic example of how you have just received a genuine intuition because when the intuition is is genuine your mind often has no idea why you need to be doing this or why what this intuition means okay so if you find yourself not being able to mentally explain why you should do something it more likely than not that is a genuine intuition now, the fifth characteristic of intuition is also a cool one and that is that intuition is a quantum phenomenon all right so what that means is that intuition will function one little step at a time, okay? So when you receive a genuine intuition, it will never be in the form of a 10-step plan or a full roadmap that shows you the exact destination and all the steps you need to take to get there, okay? That's not genuine intuition. Intuition is quantum in nature, meaning your heart, your intuition will only give you a piece of the information at a time, all right? And I'm going to give you two different scenarios so you can see the difference between how the mind works and how intuition works, all right? So let's say you're driving somewhere and I get in the car and I bring a GPS with me and I input the address that we're going to, okay? So I input the destination address in the GPS and then I give you the GPS, you look at it, you take a look at the route, you see how many turns you're gonna make and you just, just look at the route, you have a route overview and then you put the, the GPS on the dashboard and you start driving, okay? In this scenario, I don't need to talk to you because you have a GPS, you're in control, you know exactly where to turn, the GPS tells you where to turn, you have a destination address so you know where you're going and so we just go on our merry way, okay? This is scenario one. This is a good depiction of what it looks like to live life according to your mind, okay? You're in control of the situation with your mental GPS, all right? So here's scenario two. So scenario two is you're driving, I get in the car, and I don't have a GPS, and here's the thing, I don't even tell you where we're going. <laughs> the only thing I say to you is, I know the destination, I just need you to trust me, I'll tell you when to turn and where to turn. <laughs> and so you start driving, you have no idea where you're going, and I only tell you when to turn about 100 feet from the exit. So you'll be driving and I'll say, okay, next right, or next left, or next right, Get off on this exit. And so you just keep driving one turn, one exit at a time without knowing what your destination is, okay? In this scenario, this is what it feels like 
to live life according to your intuition. In this scenario, you don't have control over where you're going. You don't even know where you're going. The only thing that you can do in that moment is drive and also trust trust that I know where I'm taking you. <laughs> okay. So these two scenarios show you the difference between living your life according to your intuition and living your life according to your mind. Now you can totally protest and say to me, what that second scenario, that's such a stupid way to live. Like who would, who would go driving without knowing where they're going without a destination that just doesn't seem like it's feasible in life. Okay. So I know that you're probably protesting this a little bit. So I want to go into this a little bit more. You're only partially right. Okay. So in the scenario where you have no idea where you're going, I do. Okay. So I know what the destination is now in this scenario of you driving and I'm in the car with you telling you where to turn and, and but not telling you where we're going. This depicts, I can be your soul in this scenario. Okay. So when you go with your intuition, yes, there still is a master plan. There still is a map and there still is a destination. Okay. It's just that the destination isn't known by your mind, especially immediately. <laughs> it eventually can be known by your mind as you're moving along. But initially one step at a time, your master plan isn't really revealed to your mind. So your mind has no idea what your soul and what your heart wants it to do. So it just keeps moving along one step at a time. Okay. So when you do live an intuitive life, there still is a master plan. There still is a map for your life and there's, there still is a destination. It's just that your mind may not know what it is at the moment. And you're, you'll hear this with uh, a lot of people, you know, you'll, you'll hear speeches or talks with people who have had absolutely spectacular lives. And they'll say things like I've lived a life beyond my wildest dreams. <laughs> Okay. I've lived a life. I couldn't have even have anticipated the life that I lived. You see, what are they saying? What are they saying? They're saying that they could never have mentally been able to have this route and this map and this destination. They couldn't have imagined it the way that it turned out. Okay. So this is a good example of what happens when you surrender to life, when you trust your intuition. Okay. When you trust that your intuition is coming from your soul, right? So it's, it's gotta be trusted because your soul is a part of you too. It's just not your mind but it's a wise, wise part of you. And if you, the more that you trust your soul, the more that you trust your intuition, the more that you surrender to this path, you'll notice that each step that you take is taking you to a destination far beyond your wildest dreams. Now to part three of the video, and that is how to use your intuition in your everyday life. It can be a little hard to learn how to use your intuition at first because we're all very mind centered. So we're very used to using the mind, how the mind speaks to us and how the mind creates reality and creates our lives. So initially it can be a little hard to learn intuition. So I'm going to share with you just five simple tips to help you get started with your intuition right away and kind of bypass the, the mind and, and the thought process. Okay. So the first tip is understand intuition and you've already been doing this because if you've gotten to this far into the video, you already understand intuition on a high level. You already know it's a heart phenomenon that then goes into the mind. So you are already familiar and you're already understanding intuition by just watching this video. So that's tip one, understand intuition, how it works. The more that you understand how intuition works, the easier it will be to follow it. 
Tip number two is quiet your mind as much as possible, okay? Especially initially. It'll eventually, you'll get to a point where you become such a master at knowing your intuition that even if your mind is going a thousand miles an hour, you can still listen to your intuition above all the noise. But initially, when you're first training yourself to listening to your intuition, it can be really hard to, to hear what your intuition is saying if your mind is going a thousand miles an hour. So this tip is just simply do whatever you can to quiet and balance your mind. The more quiet your mind is, the easier it will be for you to connect to your heart and connect to that intuitive knowing. Connect because you can connect to that intuitive knowing before the heart zips the package up to the brain, okay? So you can actually consciously connect to the intuitive intuitive knowing in your heart before it gets to the brain, okay? So the more quiet your mind is, the easier it will be for you to connect to your intuition. Tip three is ask a question and then wait for an answer. <laughs> I love this tip. So this is a great way of co-creating with the universe and speaking to your soul, actually. So what you're gonna do in this tip is, I usually do this when I'm in meditation, so I'll sit in meditation, I'll close my eyes, and I will throw out a question about something that I have. So if I have a life challenge or if I have a question that I want to receive intuition about, I will ask that question. I'll ask it in an emotionally neutral way so I'm not attached at the outcome, okay? This is really important. Don't be attached to anything, all right? So ask your questions in an emotionally neutral way so that you can be sure that your intuition comes in in its purest form, right? The more that you're attached to outcomes, that's really a mind thing. So when you're super attached and clinging to a specific outcome, you're not really trusting your intuition, okay? So in this step, you're going to just quiet your mind, close your eyes, and you're going to ask a specific question, and then you're just gonna sit there and you're going to wait for the answer. Remember, intuition is quantum in nature, so what'll happen sometimes is that you will receive the intuitive answer to a question before you even ask the question. <laughs> because intuition is quantum in nature, it operates outside of time-space reality, so a lot of times your intuition will come to you about a specific question before you've even asked it. It's really wild, but it's it's happened to me many, many times, okay? So that can happen. You can actually receive the intuition before you finish asking the question, but more likely than not, what'll happen is you'll throw out the question, you'll sit there for a little while. If you don't receive a strong intuition about that question in that specific moment, then you just get up and you move on with your day and you let it go, okay? You let it go. Sometimes it'll you'll receive the intuition immediately, sometimes it'll take hours, sometimes it'll take days. It doesn't matter, it doesn't matter because you're not attached to the outcome. So you just throw a question out and then you just let it go. And you will know when you receive that intuition. A lot of times what happens is you'll receive even the intuitive answer to your question when you least expect it. So it'll usually be when you're distracted with something else or you're working or you're exercising or you're just completely distracted and not even thinking about that topic anymore is when you're gonna receive the intuitive knowing. The fourth tip is give yourself time before acting, <laughs> okay? So don't be in a rush. There's no rush, nobody's dying. There's no rush, the world isn't ending <laughs> right now. So 
when you um, when you connect to your intuition, give yourself time before acting. So if you receive an intuition, just breathe, sit with that intuition, feel how it feels in your body, listen to the thoughts that that intuition may be generating, just kind of observe from a detached position, observe what that intuition feels like in your body and in your mind, okay? And then move to action when you're already ready and certain that that's the specific step you want to take next and that's how you want to act following that intuition, okay? But there's no rush, just calm yourself, sit with the intuition and give yourself a little bit of time before acting. The fifth tip is to connect to your heartbeat. <laughs> so remember I said earlier in the video that the people who are more connected to their heartbeat, who can actually sense their physical heartbeat, are people who ended up scoring higher on the intuition test scores in scientific research, okay? So for you, this is going to be a great, very tangible, this is a really tangible skill, right? Because you're not really relying on more esoteric things. This is a very tangible skill, which is your actual, your physical heartbeat. So the way that I did this was, I would sit in meditation and I would actually put my hand on on my heart and feel my heartbeat or you can you can just take your pulse okay you can sit in meditation and just take your pulse and what you're doing is you're just feeling your heartbeat how does your heart beat uh, how fast or how slow does it go what what is it's what is it's the characteristic of your heartbeat okay so you are just going to connect more and more with your heartbeat. And again, this kind of goes with the, one of the other tips that I talked about, which is quiet your mind, all right? So quiet your mind, connect to your heartbeat, get to know your heartbeat. How does it beat? How fast? How slow? Uh, how weird is it? How normal is it? Whatever it is, connect to your heartbeat because this is going to be really cool to know. If you know what your heart feels like in its default mode, in its everyday mode, then you're going to be very sensitive as soon as it flutters at you or as soon as the heartbeat changes in the presence of an intuition, okay? So the more that you study and be with your heartbeat on a regular daily basis and be sensitive to it and understand it, the more easily it'll be to connect with it when you receive an intuition and your heart starts to flutter, all right? So that's the fifth and last tip. Now I want to hear from you. Is it easy for you to connect to your intuition or is your mind just constantly going a thousand miles an hour and not really letting you listen to your intuition? Let me know in the comments below. And don't forget to subscribe here and also head over to my website right here and join my email list where you get exclusive content that I only share with my private community. And if you liked this video, stick around because there are more right here that I'm sure you're going to like. That's it, beautiful soul. I'm out.